The Young Jerks are sponsored by UFCW 1445, a labor union representing cannabis employees in Massachusetts. Currently, UFCW is holding a union election at NETA New England Treatment Access in Brookline, as well as at Mayflower. If you are a cannabis employee worried about your health and safety and are not being heard at work, call the union at UFCW local 1445.org or call them at 1-800-439-1445. Um, hello, Mike. Thank you for allowing me to um, use your platform in order to speak on the recent um, Mass Can Normal. Um, my name is Shannon Jones. Um, I am a former board of director um, of Mass Can. Um, I first got involved with Mass Can um, originally in 2017 uh, while they were preparing for a lobby day um, to present some bills um, to the state house. Um, prior to uh, the CCC being formed and as legalization was taking um, place. Um, in 2018, I was elected um, as a board of director um, alongside Samson, um, just to be noted. So that's why I thought it was a little important for me to say something because I do have hands-on experience um, with working with MassCan and working with the subject matter um, um, and his extracurricular activities um, that was originally brought to light last year. Um, as some of you may all know, um, Samson and his group um, that he has organized um, with others um, had a straight pride parade. Um, at the time, I was when all that was going on, I had been burned out from 2018 and, and just all the, you know, all the comings and goings that goes in um, preparing for the Boston Freedom Rally. Um, as some of you may all know, the Boston Freedom Rally um, is a major piece of Mass Can and is the focal point of our advocacy where um, when I was involved, it was actually for three days. So for three days, it was a free event um, where uh, people across the world, across the country would come to the historical Boston Commons um, and they would exercise their civil disobedience um, and, and just enjoy music and, and um, community, all, all different types of people. Um, so planning that event, honestly, that is the core um, of my experience of, of Mass Can and alongside of advocating and going to the State House at the time, um, there were a lot of testimonies that were going on throughout the state um, in regards to how um, the legalization should look like. Um, some of the, you know, the ones that we wanted for um, when the regulations was being written. Um, so, uh, as we're all doing this, I mean, it was very tiring. Um, it was a great opportunity. I learned a lot. Um, but honestly, all the times that I had any um, interaction with Samson, the focal point was we. You know what I'm saying? when we go um, and we meet. And for me, it was very convenient for me to go to the meetings because I lived in Marlborough. A lot of the meetings were either in Natick or Framingham. Um, so uh, that was always the focus point. And when this whole um, situation with Samson 
had uh, taken flight. Like it was, it was like, wow, you know, we didn't, I didn't know of his full extracurricular activities um, beyond masking. Cause like I said, when we, when we meet the focal point was, you know, free the weed. Um, and, and we all worked very hard. There was a lot of, you know, different personalities. Um, and uh, as soon as it popped off, I was like, I can't, I, I'm not, that's not for me. You know what I'm saying? I came here to get into the industry. I don't want to be associated with people who feel um, the need to use their white privilege um, and exert their opinions um, against oppressed people. Um, I think it's very poor taste. Um, I think it's problematic. I think it is divisive. Um, I think it is unnecessary. And uh, more recently, uh, with all that's going on in the world, um, as you all may know, um, there are so many Black people who are dying right now at the hands of police, okay? This isn't just, you know, random, you know, it's it, it's caught on camera. That's the beauty, and I shouldn't say, excuse me. We can see it clear as day. The fact that Samson wants to use his platform again a year later to incite hate, to incite, oh, he wants to feel like it's his right to, well, I have an opinion too. And now is not the time for that. People are dying. The fact that he had a police rally should be a clear indication of what side he is on. If you were to tell us at the mass camp meetings that police were going to be present and we were going to praise them for doing simple, their job, I'm not going to say, oh, well, hey, we know that there's bad cops, but let's just, uh, uh, let's still praise the good cops who are doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing anyway. That I'm not going to, no. The issue is we need to stop the violence against Black people. It has to end. If you can't, if, if you can't clearly just say Black Lives Matter and, and you're uncomfortable saying it, then that's a problem. That is hugely problematic. That whole little statement that all those big words that they use, the fair, the inclusive, all this stuff, is pretty much the same thing that the CCC did. They say a lot of words, they speak on it, but when it comes to the actual meat of it, the actions don't show. There are no actions that say that you align with what you are supposed to, you're saying, or you're, 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 you're making a statement on. There is no need for, this is not the time for symbolism and, 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 and just going on, hey, say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, we need to see it. We need it active. We need you by our sides. It's ridiculous. It's almost like the same as since the, you know, we have economic empowerment, we have social equity people um, who deserve to be in this um, in this industry, even beyond me. I don't even think I would deserve. There are people who have been incarcerated, who have lost their lives, who have lost family. And then you're going to have, you might as well just go say, oh, no, just let all the multi-state operators come in. Uh, 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 we agree with what they're saying, but actually, in reality, we just want them to run the shit. So it's very disappointing. Um, 
uh, I want to make it very clear where I stand on the situation. I do not condone, I do not sympathize, I do not support any rhetoric other than Black Lives Matter. And I'm not talking about the organization, I'm talking about the movement. Things will change. And it's going to be very clear who's going to, which roles they're going to play. We don't want to have any, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Actually, I'm not even in Massachusetts anymore. I've left the state. Just so there's no, you know, you, you probably won't see me um, at any events um, involving, you know, the legalization of Massachusetts. That dream has gone and sailed away from me. Um, but like I said, I thought it was very, um, excuse me, very important um, that I speak on the matter. Um, uh, another thing that I want to talk about the leadership because Samson, the thing is, Samson is very calculated in his words. Um, um, he will, you know, tell you up and down, no, I'm not this, I'm not that. Um, but it, it's who you surround yourself with. When we were growing up, they do say birds of a feather flock together. Like, you know, if you've seen walking around, um, uh, let's just say drug dealers, because I mean, that's the topic that we talk about. And some people are like, come on, I wonder if she's a drug dealer, because she, who, who knows? Like, come on, if you're going to hang around these people and invite them in your space, you have to be very loud and very deliberate in where you stand. And if you're not, then it, it's very clear. So um, there should be no tolerance of it. Um, Mike did ask me if I, where I saw the future of Mascan. Um, I, it, it really, it had a long run, 30 plus years. Um, is, is a long time. Um, a, a lot of efforts have been made. Um, I do would like to say that uh, Bill Downing, uh, Linda Noel, um, Catherine Rifkin, um, they were they were the ones who, um, when I was um, a board member, who were very very involved with it. And I feel like once they were pushed out. Or you know the drama that had ensued with, or you know just being tired of fighting for all those years, the organization changed completely. Um, another piece of the leadership that I have a, 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 a issue with is the president. You can't have this long statement on Black Lives Matter and then go on your personal Facebook page and you have all this rhetoric. Um, about uh, you use black people, uh, you're, you're using your privilege to say, oh, hold on, let me find a black person who stands on my side, in my opinion, and you're posting all this crazy bullshit because that's what the fuck it is. Excuse my language. And and again, if you can't clearly just say Black Lives Matter, like, just, why is that so hard? Is, is, is it if it matters, it, it it would just be so easy. Like, you know what? Yes, Shannon, your life does matter. You can't sit here and stay in my face and, and, and lie to me and, and do all this fuckery and just give me the respect to say Black Lives Matter. I'll say it over and over again. <sighs> anyway, I had already been, like I said, I had already been drained and 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 Planning the rally, it, it, it takes a lot. It's a fun, can't nobody deny how much fun it is. Um, it's great camaraderie. I love it. Um, uh, I don't want to like shit on the organization because it has helped a lot of people. Um, and, and I do appreciate, you know, the fact, shout out to Catherine Rifkin with the Education Village. You know, you go to their website, they do, you know, discuss the racist history. Um, um, of this plant, um, and it should be just of this country, period, because th this country is built off of racism. 
um, and everything that follows beyond it. Um, so for them to actively not showcase what they're putting on their website, that should be like, hold on, wait, you know? So uh, moving forward, some solutions because um, they, they actually did reach out at one point to me. They wanted to have a panel, but I'm not really big on like, that's just not really my thing. That's why I'm doing this video because I just, that's just me personally. I just, I'm very I'm protective of, of my speech, um, but they, uh, Maggie actually reached out to me, which I think it was also very calculated. She's not on the board, but she is very uh, prevalent in in how mass scanners run. Um, so I will say that um, if I, I don't think that it would take a miracle for mass scan to kind of revive itself. I believe in this space we need to have black um, organizations to form. We need to be our own voice. Um, I think that if there, as time goes on and, and businesses start to emerge, we need 100% full support. Um, uh, you can invite yourself to the tables that are being built. To, like you, you know, it's not we. We want to, you know, reciprocate um, a lot of those things. Um, in the industry as a whole, like it's just even down to the ccc you say one thing you're doing a whole nother like we need tangible action it should not i can't tell you how many hours you know i spent like in, in at that time you know i was blessed enough I, I wasn't working i was unemployed and i was like okay i'm gonna exert all my energy i'm gonna see what i can do um because i feel like this industry there's a lot of money that is owed to us we deserve it and I'm not saying me, I'm just saying my people. That's who I'm, that's, that's where, let it be known. Um, so uh, yeah, that's how I feel about the situation. Um, the disrespect, I also, before I end, I need to shout out Judy Foster because there were, there were when I was on the board, there were three, three directors, um, David, um, and Judy. Um, and if you know Judy Foster, she is a fierce activist, okay? She has a lot of experience. Um, if you come to her, you better come correct. Um, the disrespect towards her, that's, nah. When I found out, nah, that, that's not gonna be tolerated. Um, Judy, her involvement with MassCan, we she got on board because we were hoping to have a good vibes festival um, in Franklin Park. You know what I'm saying? It should be run by, you know, communities who, who are there, who know. Um, and we were working on that and we were, you know, looking at MassCan and saying, huh, you know, they have experience, you know, what we need to say to the city, how, you know, what plans will we made and stuff. Um, and the fact that they would also reach out to her um, to have a Black Lives Matter uh, uh, forum. I mean, then in the same sentence, disrespect her and tell her some shit about like Trump and all this stuff. Like that's that's disrespectful. That's that's uh, that's wild. That is like no, no, no. They definitely wouldn't have said that to her face. I assure you that. Uh, so. Um, in closing, I hope that kind of clears everything up on, um, as a former member. 
Um, I honestly don't even think that the Freedom Rally is going to happen this year, which is a big piece of, like I said, Mastican, that was, you know, a huge involvement. It takes a lot of effort and planning and, and shout out to everybody who come before me um, for, for 30 plus years. That's the, that is something to be proud of. That is the, that that should not be tarnished. All those memories um, uh, every September. Um, um, displaying our rights. Actually, let me spark up because you know the nerves. <laughs> but um, you know that that should that's where um, that's how I knew Mexican. Uh Everything else beyond that, now is not the time. I'm telling you right now. This is you need to take the opportunity to reevaluate, um, do some research. Um, yeah, talk. Listen, and another thing I had an issue with, and I will speak on it because this is what happened. A lot of the bylaws, so people are like, oh, I'm going to, you know, become a member so I can vote. Blah, blah, blah. They have broken down the bylaws so immensely that it, it, it's going to take a lot of effort. You're really going to have to read through and figure out how, because Samson's not backing down. He made it very clear when um because i don't even think he was like it wasn't like he was running somebody nominated him and he was just kind of like okay um and he was like please know that if you know this is what it is he's not going to back down it's not going to be easy pee. i don't think that they're just going to bow out um so uh good luck with that um i just <sighs> It's so sad because like I said, the, the organization as a whole has done so much, you know what I'm saying? People, you can't deny that. And to see that it has come to this, um, the strategic ways, um, uh, it's so much that I, I, I could go on and on. I think I've already taken up a lot of y'all's time. Um, so I'm gonna go, like I said, I'm not in Massachusetts anymore. I'm gonna go back to doing what I do on the spark night. I'm going let's just all smoke and, and remember why we're here. Um, and uh, uh, it's just, it's, it's the end of an era. I mean, and honestly, I, when I talked to, you know, legalization, that was a big part of my skin as they were fighting for legalization. Technically, weed is legal. Is it fair and equitable, and and does it represent uh, the the will of the voters, and does the, the industry look like they said it was going to look like? Absolutely not. Um, so moving forward, I hope that we really do need to become very strategic in our um, ways. Our you know, fuck the system, man, fuck the police. As I will proudly say that. Um, so thank you again. Um, I appreciate everybody. Um, if you have any questions, I am going to watch the live video. So, um, and if I have to chime back in, if anybody has any questions for me, um, any misunderstandings, I'll be clear to, you know, I'll be happy to clear everything up, um, and, and give you my real life experience. Um, Welcome, Mike Crawford, Young Jerks. That was recorded earlier this afternoon. Um, by Shannon Jones. Powerful. I'm going to quote that, but we have some special guests too. I am uh, kind of humbled and um, feel the mission today. I feel the mission of the show. Someone told me I was made to host this show today. I kind of had to agree, and I'm usually even more humbled than that, but it just it feels like it. Uh, this is an important show tonight. This isn't talking about Mass Can Normal, uh, the representative of uh, the National 
organization for the reform of marijuana laws in D.C. It's the local branch in Boston that hosts the Boston Freedom Rally. I spent 10 years on the board, was a two-term president, um, spent a lot of time hosting and uh, producing that Freedom Rally. But tonight, it's not even about my gripes. It's about the community. It's about the people that we have on the show tonight. So we're going to go just one by one to them, uh, have them introduce themselves. And uh, we also, the first question I ask them is, uh, tell us about yourself and then tell us about your experience with NASCAN. And I guess I'm going to start with Noni. Noni, are you there? Do you have your uh, microphone off mute? Yes, you do. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, so I'm Noni Goldman. Uh, my role in the cannabis space is a couple of different things. In Massachusetts, uh, my company teaches the cultivation curriculum for the social equity program. And my experience with MassCan is that both myself and my husband were members of the board last year. Uh, so we we did this last year. Um, we uh, we saw kind of all this fall. Um, so I thought it was really important to speak up this year. And specifically, I should kind of tee it up. People, some people don't know. I just, I, I always think that our audience knows what's going on. They usually do, but I always know that some people don't. So, um, basically, there's a big controversy at Mastercan Normal. They're calling a special emergency meeting tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on their Facebook page. Uh, it will be broadcast live, and basically, it's about this gentleman named Samson uh, Rich Richupi, I believe his last name is. Um, he's a uh, an organizer on the far right. He's done a lot of controversial things. Uh, recently, he said some anti-Black Lives Matter things in the press. He's the co-founder of the Straight Pride Pro, uh, Parade, and he's been on MassCan's board for the last couple of years. I believe this is his third term. Last term, he had to resign early when um, it came out in the Boston Globe. Uh, a lot of folks like Noni and others on the show tonight, and myself, and the community were bringing it up back then. Uh, MassCan didn't seem to care until it went into the Boston Globe. And then Samson resigned. He was reelected this year. Uh, upon his reelection, you know, with his campaign in front of the members, he told them that, uh, of the situation and that he would not resign this year if they did reelect him. And he told them that there would be a controversy. For some reason, the members did elect him at that point, And he's been reelected on the board of directors. Over the years, there's been a number of issues I've seen with Mass Can Normal, and especially more recently, they have a number of changes in the way that they do voting. And I feel like it restricts, it limits uh, patient advocacy within that organization. It limits uh, people of color. It limits people who are poor, who are working class, people who have jobs. It limits their participation in the organization in key ways. And I think it was done to basically limit and, and control the organization and make sure no one uh, from the outside or the community really has any say in what happens in that organization. So it becomes an insider click. Uh, so we have other people that I want to, you know, introduce to have them uh, talk about their experience with MassCan Normal. Uh, you heard Shannon Jones earlier. We just introduced uh, Noni Goldman. Uh, we also have Rachel Ramon Donlin, who uh, also was a longtime board director, and all of us tonight on the show our past MassCan Normal board directors. We once cared about this organization. I think we still do. I think that's why we're wasting our time tonight talking about the organization. Um, Rachel, I know you care about it. You've, you've been, even though you're not serving on the board anymore, tell us about who so, you are, your experience, 
and um, tell us about this situation too. Uh, okay, my name is Rachel Ramon Donlin. I am an activist and former board director, as you mentioned, with uh, Mass Can Normal. Um, currently, I'm working in Virginia. Um, I'm a co-founder of a group called VAMJ. And uh, I uh, met Samson early on, and he misled me. I believed that he was a good guy and, you know, that he believed in all of the values and the mission statement that uh, Mass Can has. Uh, and so, you know, I, I kind of trusted him a little bit at first. We had a protest at Speaker DeLeo's house, and uh, he showed up at that. And so, you know, I kind of thought that he was an okay guy and that kind of thing. And I didn't really know any of this other stuff because it wasn't actually happening then. But as soon as it began happening, um, you, Mike, thank you, and a few other people uh, began calling the attention to the members in the community. And a few people started speaking out. I think that was maybe three years ago. Is that right? Maybe about uh, two I, and a half I, years ago. Yeah, maybe two years ago, I believe it was. Okay. And uh, so that uh, I started researching and learned a lot. And so uh, it's kind of a rapid hold to go down. But if you can sort through and uh, as Shannon suggested, do the research, her um, video to us. Uh, thank you, Shannon, by the way, if you're watching. That was incredible. I think that she hit the nail on the head with everything that she said there, and I totally agree. And uh, maybe I would like to see Mascan saved. And the reason why is because I believe that having the normal name behind it helps us get the permit every year to hold the rally. And I'm not sure if another organization is going to be able to obtain that permit. And so that's what my concern is, why I would like to keep Mascan together. I care about Maskin and I care about the reputation it has. And I also care about the members and members started reaching out to me recently and bringing this other thing to my attention that he's doing, you know, back when the straight pride thing happens, that started coming to my attention and we all called him out then too, but nothing happened. I guess he resigns for a short time. Uh, what happened, what was going on was motions were brought to the board to hold uh, meetings in a more diverse community. There was a um, meeting space steps away from Boston Common we could have used, but Bill wanted to um, oppose that. And so he, um, you know, made it clear to everybody that it should be held in Framingham on Natick at um, Margaritas of Bertucci's, which both are um, have a bar and were making people feel uncomfortable who are recovering from addiction. Uh, they felt that it was triggering them. And they also felt that, uh, you know, they just couldn't be there when other people were eating me feasts while they were asking for bread that was on the table. It's just a little bit elitist to sit at the table and be eating in front of the members like that when they don't, a lot of them didn't have, had to spend $40 just to get there because it was so important to them. And so um, I felt that once, uh, once I had suggested that the logo be changed for Mascan and not have, um, What's, a statue, what's reflected as based on a statue in Massachusetts. The Minuteman with the gun? Bill likes to say it's a Minuteman, but isn't it a freedom fighter? I'm not sure, yeah. I mean, it's a guy with a gun. <laughs> right, it's a white guy with a gun. It's a statue yeah. of a white guy with a gun. And I thought since uh, in 2016, when we were legalizing cannabis, I felt that it was important to change that logo because we were fighting for equality and less police interaction. And so I thought that it would be better to come up with a symbol that would reflect the times now and how we, the, the organization was. 
And, and you know what, Rachel? It just makes sense from a, if you want to be a successful organization in 2000, whenever this happened. I mean, I, I had these arguments back when I was president and on the board. When, you know, tonight we heard uh, from, you know, earlier we heard from Shannon Jones and she mentioned Judy Foster and the Good Vibes Festival in Franklin Park. Yeah, really. I, mean, I, I tried to get them to go to Dorchester and Roxbury. They just won't, they would not do it. They don't have any care to reach a community that's not theirs. They expect that that community come to them. And if they're not, they, they look down on people. Like they don't reach out. There's always been that this, issue with masking. In this way, Bill was able to offer people rides. And if he, if they go against him, they don't. he doesn't give them a ride. And so they don't make it to the meeting. And so they can't speak up. And so the meetings were held. I think the meeting that Samson got in, there was a storm and it should have been canceled. Like it was impossible for people. They made it completely inaccessible to the members. And so because Bill allowed Samson to get back in after that and not have a decent amount of, they should have called the meeting and said, there's not enough people, members here, we should not hold a meeting. It should not be based on the board deciding who is already being staxed by their friends. Right. But you know, decided by insiders when you have something controversial like this. Right. You need members to vote on it. There were not enough members, I thought. But anyway he got in he got back in this is after he had resigned after uh straight pride and so now he he since it's not that's not the only stuff he's done in the meantime he has tried to have open uh carry rap rallies on the common and given out recipes for how to make a 3d gun on the common. and bombs and i think yeah. i don't know anarchist cookbook yeah yeah like uh don't do that in our backyard please you know uh it's just not it's i don't Free speech is one thing, but hate speech is not protected by the Constitution. And that's what a lot of people don't seem to grasp. Whether they want it to be or not, it's not. It's just not. And you can't you can't do this to people anymore. They're not gonna put up with it. Right. You well, know, your white allies are here to fight fight with fight to support your cause. And that's that's you know, I'm just I'm just a white lady here, but people need to start speaking up that they feel this outrage. Right. Along I'm outraged. I mean, I spent 10 years on that organization and even more afterwards supporting them. It's outrageous that, that it's come to this, really. Like, seriously, that this is just going on and, and they just let it happen. And now, you know what? It doesn't seem like it's going to go on because it seems like enough people are mad about it. They're having a special emergency meeting tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, let, let's get, before we get to that, let's get to uh, some of the other guests that we have on the show here. Is Hope Marion still there? Do we have Hope? Let's try to unmute her. Yes. She's unmuted herself. She's there. What's up, Hope? Good. Uh, you were breaking up there a little bit. I hope your connection is going to hang up. So tell I us. I hope so. Um, oh, that sounds see how better. It works. That's much okay. better. So tell us about yourself and, you know, basically your experience with Mass Can Normal and it's some of this, you know, Samson stuff going on. So um, my name is Hope Marion, and I um, found MassCan maybe in a, a different avenue than a lot of the other people uh, that had been on the board. But um, you know, I started going to the rally in high school, and it was that time where I kind of came out of that campus closet, and I stopped shaming myself. You know, I, I went to Catholic school, and it was not something that was accepted in my small hometown, which is ninety-eight point six percent white, and so. I just was able to see how 
diverse they brought the community together. I saw music for the first time that I wasn't subjected to, um, you know, way out in Western Mass. Um, I literally didn't hear anything besides classical and country music until I went to the Freedom Rally. Like it was a huge eye-opener for me in so many different ways. And so then, you know, fast forward to 2014 and they started having vendors. I ended up getting uh, connected to an educational school at the rally. And from there, I just entered the industry um, first as a patient and helping someone start one of the first medical facilities in Massachusetts late 2014. So I've really seen a lot of the developments happen, but I've always looked up to MassCan. Um, you know, I admire them and they're probably a big reason why I'm an educator in the space and why I have the confidence to jump in. You know, I left the liquor industry and it, you know, wasn't something I ever agreed with, but I, I didn't see the other side of it. So for them to open up, you know, the perspectives for me um, changed my life, right? But then fast forward, it's kind of like, oh, Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> Things are uh, smoking mirrors, right? And I really, I wasn't a director until last year, but I was a member for several years after that. And, you know, certainly participated more on the rally side of things um, than some of the other social events. But, you know, now I'm currently taking on that educator role um, with my business and as an individual collaborating, because I do believe that, you know, we need this um, initiative to, to happen in space. And it's hard to call it a community now, which is disappointing for me because my heart really was um, overjoyed when I thought that the community was real. I think that we can unite again. Um, my experiences being a director certainly uh, became tumultuous. I found that when I spoke up about issues or I came forward with different skills I could uh, contribute experiences, it wasn't fully heard. Um, I have a lot of experience and education in formal corporate business structure and uh, nonprofits. So I kind of wanted to help them. I, I saw them run in circles and I'm sure you know, and other uh, members here, that you can do a lot of work to have other people's motives or uh, plans there. And so you're kind of wasting your time sometimes and that's really frustrating. So when I came forward um, initially, my concerns were dismissed. Um, you know, initially meeting Sam, like Rachel said, I had a different uh, disposition of him. I have a soft spot for veterans. Um, you know, a lot of my family has been in the military um, and I do a lot of side advocacy work for veterans. So when he told me that he came from the army and got personal in that sense, you know, of course, um, I thought, great, you know, it sounds like, you know, he had some ins with good connections the way you talked, but I, I didn't see the other side, of course. Like, I think many people were blindsided by that. Um, but, you know, again, you know, to last year, I was just very disheartened that, you know, I didn't feel like my voice was heard. And that's why I did step down. And you stepped I, down because of this? Yes, and a multitude of other reasons, but this works. So you felt like your voice wasn't being heard on the Samson issue when you stepped down, like partially? Yes, absolutely. And also because I was doing work with other people having different plans on the side, um, I actually, you know, I was embarrassed because at NECAN, um, uh, you know, I was the chair of the education committee. Um, I planned the panels and w was trying to work with the community. But, you know, it was just miscommunications, I guess. And so when I thought our sole speakers were lined up, um, you know, no one was there um, in the emails. And so I was scrambling and I, I felt like it just 
the uh, if you don't have the team effort there, you you can't do it alone. Um, so I just I was scrambling, and that was a very embarrassing situation to to um, be asking all, all these members of the community essentially at the last minute, like, hey, I thought you were uh, contacted by someone and confirmed to speak at this time on this panel. Um, I guess you weren't. Thank you to everyone who pulled through because. It, you know, we did pull it off uh, when we had the Education Village in Macan. And this was, of course, the first year that Catherine didn't do it, and I did it. <laughs> and I'm a so, good player. So they um, let you down. Like, the, the, these stories sound so familiar. Bring so me back. You're bringing then, me back. I did, I did ten years life, of this. Though, right? I did that so for I, ten years. So I did it first. I started doing it for Extravaganza, and then I, um, I resigned on 421 of last year, the day after Extravaganza. I didn't show up at Extravaganza. It was so it was so heartbreaking and and I talked to Bill um, in private about you know the situation I just explained. Bill, um, yes, sir, um, and my concerns about uh, Samson. His experiences, of course, we were looking at emails from vendors with concerns, and these vendors are also speaking up again now. But you know, again, the other sad part was I was almost in tears at the Freedom Rally, looking at everyone just pretending like everything was okay. Um, a lot of people spoke and I have questioned, you know, why we somewhat ignored that situation and people participated. I understand that my heart is tied to the Freedom Rally too. And sometimes we want to believe like this is an individual issue and not a systemic one or based on mass cans values as a whole. But if we support it as a community, there's other people that are patients and members that are going to meetings and concerned that are seeing this in the news and then reflecting it back to us. And I don't know what word to use. Community doesn't feel right, but you know we are an industry now, and we have to represent the right values, and that is not homophobia or racism. Let me ask you a quick question, Hope. If Mascan has a freedom rally this year, and and let's say that uh, Samson and Bill Flynn both stay, or even Samson leaves and Bill Flynn stays, would you feel welcome at that freedom rally? No, and I didn't feel safe at the last two freedom rallies. That was the um, other like big concern of resigning. Um, so two years ago, there was a white supremacist rally held a couple streets over from the Freedom Rally. I saw people walking through that had symbolism of neo-Nazism and people weren't, weren't talking about that either, but I believe Rachel was walking with me and we saw three people um, with swastikas tattooed all over them with signs for white supremacy. And so that was held and kept quiet. Um, I, 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 there was a permit issued for this. So the city of Boston did allow both of these events to happen at the same time. I think that was also a safety concern, um, you know, with overdoses at the rally and the lack of police and ambulances, like that's a whole other thing. Um, but there was talk about a potential threat with the parking garage. So I said, you know, how are we limiting people? What are we gonna do about the parking? Um, we have to close down the parking garage because someone can essentially blow it up and you, you can't have it happen. So they weren't, you know, instituting other uh, methods of safety planning. And um, I remember Dr. Uma running over to someone having a heart attack and the ambulance is taking an obscene amount of time. And she was in tears yelling at the masking meeting about this. I don't know what happened to that. I mean, because I didn't see an ambulance, you know, have the ability to get through last year. You know, these are all things that are real issues. So yeah, let's have a freedom rally, but let's make sure that if someone is locked in the bathroom, overdosing on heroin, we have a plan. Um, and that doesn't mean you zip lock half of them. Or excuse me, zip tie half of them, because that's what the solution was last year. Let's have half of the bathrooms available for 
50,000 people. Sorry, but there's a, <laughs> a lot of details there that um, I get really it. someone's life. And I could have my name and my business on the line for um, participating to the rally. Of my course. lawyer said to me, you know, you're going to have to get some additional insurance because you yeah, are the liability is huge at risk her. right now. And then I had to go and tell other people and say, That's Hey, right. we're doing this for the right reasons, but I'm, I'm a businesswoman as well. Like, I got to tell you, like, here's, here's the risk analysis of, and you know, here's our benefits here. Like my heart's in it, but how can we do this safely? That's, a, this, that's one of the biggest problems now too, for them is how do they attract good people? when they don't treat them well, they have a long track record of not treating people well, we know this. And there's also, if you're smart, you realize there is a great personal risk to being a board member because of the stunts and the things that they pull. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is yeah. this is all valid, but I wanna get back to really uh, what's going on with MassCan too, as well. Mm -hmm. um, right now they're having an emergency meeting. And I know we have Kate Steinberg also on the phone uh, Kate, were you a former director or were you just a former member of MassCan? Hi, no. So I was just a former member of MassCan. I was asked to join the board of directors at the meeting held specifically to discuss what was going on with Samson, um, which to me was incredibly offensive that first off, it was a last resort. And uh, second off, they knew how strongly I felt about what was going on. And they still thought that part of me might want to be a part of the organization. And so tell us about yourself as well. Yes, so my name is Kate. Um, I have been in the cannabis industry for a little over four years now, um, and I currently work in corporate social responsibility. Awesome. So we, we really do have an awesome panel tonight. This is like all kick-ass ladies here uh, that, that have been supporters of MassCan. Uh, three of them, former board members, uh, for uh, the fourth one, uh, Shannon, she left us a video message that we played earlier. So we've got quite a, you know, diverse group that has supported MassCan in the past and not so much now. And there's a lot of issues with MassCan that we've been talking about. Um, I'm just going to quote Shannon Jones. I I'll just quote her because she was perfect. Uh, a lot of the, the actions uh, that Samson uh Chipio, I don't even know how to say his name. Sam, a lot of the actions that Samson has done um, while serving as the uh, board member of MassCan, who also is the chairman of the board of MassCan, a lot of the actions have been problematic, divisive, unnecessary. And she said, black people are dying at the hands of the police. And he does a pro-police rally right now. He calls out the Black Lives Movement. He does the straight pride parade, all while he's you know, publicly on MassCan's Facebook page. That, that is like repulsive. I mean, and then they attack anyone that has responded on social media about it. Anyone who's come to a meeting and, and spoken up about it, we, we've talked about this. You can hear some of it in the video and audio that we have from their meetings that we're starting to post on our Facebook page. But this is their track record. Myself, I got banned. I was told that I, I was secretly banned. It was like double secret probation. And the reason it's secret is because they don't want me to have a chance to defend myself because I have nothing to be ashamed of. I have a record of supporting that organization for over 10 years as a board director, a two-term president, was never voted out. My last election, we defeated Bill Flynn. We voted him out and we, for the first time, elect, uh, elected six women to the board. And by that following year, those six women didn't run for re-election. So you figure out what happened that year. And this has been going on for a long time. And I also raise more money for anyone 
on that than any current board member for that organization. So when they treat me that way, I know how they treat everyone else. And that's why it gets me so mad because I spent so much time and energy on this. So obviously, um, you know, I just want to go back to what's next. Like they're going to have this big hearing. They're going to have this big meeting tomorrow. And they may get rid of Samson. They may not. Samson says he's not going to resign. We're not even sure what they can really do at this point. The whole community is up in arms. What do you expect to happen? What do you tell people to do to make a change? Is it even worth it? Is there a future for Vascan? Do we need to create a new, new organization? Well, what do you think? Let's start with Rachel. Okay. I think that um, we can save Mascan, and the reason why we should is because we do need Mascan's name to get the permit for the rally. So I think that's important enough. And we, can, we as the members can make this exactly what we wanted to do, which is exactly what we're doing now. We have now elected members to the board who are working diligently day and night to go through the bylaws and make sure that nothing goes wrong. They want him out for the most part. We'll look and we'll see which board members vote which way or what they do. Let's give them a chance tomorrow and see what happens at that meeting. I think we should give this board a chance and see if they can get them out. And I want both of them out because of the every, everything that's happened and because I don't want it to happen again. I don't want pre, I don't want Bill as president and I don't want Samson to be both chairman of this organization and the other organization that he's working with. I agree at this point. He goes against the mission statement with everything that he said at the rally at that speech in his speech at that rally. I saw it. We did try to get rid of Bill, but we couldn't get enough votes. Well, what we need to do is we're going to have to uh, change bylaws. But the problem is in the bylaws, it says that you cannot change bylaws unless you meet in person. Yep. So in order to change the bylaws, let's say you can't change the bylaws unless it's in person, you have to meet in person. Hmm. And right now, that's going to be difficult. Well, well wait, 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 wait. They're holding a, me a, a general members meeting. They can't change the bylaws at that. Why? That's in person? No. Well, and here's they can't what online. Well, it specifically says they cannot use online platforms to change bylaws. No, but are they, are they? No, 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 no. They're having a. I heard that they're having a general members meeting, um, and a, like July 11th or 12th. I think it's the 12th. It's, it's supposed no to more. be um, a hybrid of both. Um, someplace they're going to have it. They were talking about Salem Willows or something. Yeah. Some people might end up. Why couldn't they do that there? They're also going to do online. Because so. it's outside. It would be safe. Like, why, why couldn't they just do it there? I hope they think about that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But what, I, so I, you I, think it's worth saving? Um, and and what, so I, they're going to have to, they're, they're, Samson's not going to stay is my prediction. And Bill, it might be a little bit dif more difficult, but um, the members are going to have to, um, join together and just back themselves up with the comments that they've written on Facebook. And, um, you know, don't be afraid because a lot of people seem to be afraid to st speak up. And so they often just walk away when they see what this is about. They just say, I want nothing to do with it. You know, um, and people were supposed to speak up at the last meeting online, but they messaged me and said they got scared. What kind of leader is Bill? for this to be happening. So that's why I blame him for allowing Samson to come back in and allow members to be at risk. Yeah, members shouldn't be afraid to speak. Right. Like that should not be happening. 
Right. Like that, that's a, that's in person. So it's not like you could go talk to them at the meetings to take them aside or something because of COVID. So that's not happening right now. So they say, and you know, this isn't the time to bring it up. And they say that all the time, no matter what it is. Now's the time to bring it up. I would say so. I think I think they have to. I think they only do stuff like this when they have to. And now is the time they have to. Yeah, they have Noni, to. would you want to say something about this? Yeah, um, sure. So uh, Shannon's video was great. Uh, I really wish that she was on here, but I, I completely understand uh, being comfortable in a medium to be able to express your truth. So Shannon, we miss you. We wish you're here. Uh, and I do think MassCan is worth saving just the legacy of the organization. Uh, it was the first organization that I looked at when I moved into New England. So, you know, it's a good landing spot. Uh, regardless of what your involvement is, are you industry, are you consumer, are you a patient, are you just someone who's uh, actively curious? It's a really nice place to go. So it's disappointing that the current leadership is so uh, dismissive of that opportunity. Um, but, you know, everyone kind of has like, everyone likes to crap on Maskin. I like to crap on Maskin, but it's like they're actual people. You know, they're Lorna. Um, they're... Uh, they're Robert, they're, they're David. You can talk to these guys. Uh, you can talk to these guys and you should talk to these guys because they represent us. And um, I would like to see more of that. Awesome. And I, so I want to just back that up and agree with you. Um, you know, the, the board that we have right now is extremely accessible. You can message them on, many of them on Facebook. You can email them. They encourage you to email them. Uh, you, you can uh, message Lorna at clerk at masscan.org. Uh, baby boy is Robert at masscan.org. Um, so you can, they're very easy to reach and they want to hear and they want this board that we have seems to want to represent the members. So like I say, I would just want to see what happens tomorrow and give them a chance. And we definitely, last year when um, this was happening, I didn't feel like we had the votes to really carry out anything. And, you know, that's kind of what happened. But I do feel very positive about this year. Uh, one of the things that came about as a change is they reduced the number of board members. So instead of 12, now you have eight. So now your quorum is only five. Um, mm. So, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I'm out. That might work. It sounds like the numbers might line up. Uh, again, if you want to submit your opinion about this controversy, if you're upset about it, you can send an email, clerk, like the clerk, like the uh, town clerk or the, you know, the I don't even know. What, what, what other kind of clerks are there? Like clerks the movie. Remember clerks the movie? Clerk, clerk, at MassCan, and it's M-A-S-S-C-A-N-N, two N's, dot O-R-G. Clerk at MassCan dot O-R-G. Send a message. Let her know. Her name's Lorna. L-O-R-N-A. Lorna. As I say, Lorna. Lorna. What's up, Lorna? I like that. I hope she's okay with that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, send a message because they need to hear from you. You know, especially if you're like an old director or you've been around, you've seen some stuff. A lot of people don't say anything. And a lot of people go away because they don't say anything. That's what used to drive me crazy is that we lost so many good people from that org over the years. And it was always the, the best people. Like you'd end up with the worst people in the room and you drive out the best people. And that's kind of what the show is tonight. Look at us, we're all former directors and we're all doing awesome stuff 
without mask in, after mask in. It's sad. It's like we should still be a part of it. You know, and I would love to be a part of it again. I would love to go to the Freedom Rally. I haven't been in the last couple of years because of that. Same thing. Same thing that uh, Hope said. Yeah, and I would also like to say, I, I hope that uh, we do have some of the directors listening today because this is, uh, I'm sure, very hard to swallow. It's uh, very critical, but this is a, I don't, I want to sharpen the point. This is a critical moment. Your progressive base is telling you, make the right decision here. I don't know how much longer you have to continue to make the mistakes of ignoring your progressive base. Um, so I really just hope that you listen to what we have to say uh, with love and that you understand that it comes from, I think, a very genuine um, want to reunite. I couldn't agree more. I mean, Noni, I, I watch what you do with your work too. You, you're amazing, uh, exceptional. I love your company, Four Trees. People should look it up. I did a story on you in Dig Boston and uh, our midnightmass.substack.com. I love the education and uh, information you provide. I love all my guests tonight. Hope Marion, Rachel Donlin, Noni Goldman, and uh, Kate Steinberg. I just wanted to add one more thing. If you were ever a member of MassCam before, I think you should join now. Um, the problem with the bylaws is that there's a 90-day wait before you have voting rights. And so that's going to make it difficult and possibly unless there's another tactic that can be found by tomorrow and that's going to be up to the board and uh so not for samson but for bill you know it looks like samson's probably going to be out but we have to we have to really make sure that we clean up this board now so that people can have confidence in it and one way to do that is to join mascam become a member and have voting rights and so if you do that now you'll at least have voting rights in 90 days if we can't meet sooner to change that. Awesome. And I also want to thank, uh, you know, so much for, for doing the video call earlier. Shannon Jones, she was amazing. She had, she really brought it. Like that was, if you didn't get to listen to it, click back after, or listen to it on our podcast. We're on Apple iTunes and everywhere else. You can listen to this whole show later if you missed some of it. A lot of good content. I want to ask another question about MassCan. Let's say that uh, MassCan does start to do some of the things we want to say, which is get rid of the cancer. Is there more that they need to do? I, I feel like they would. I feel like they need to really prove. Like, and it's not even prove. It should be just their mission. Like, I, I know that we talked, you know, some of this, I think Hope's mentioned it. You know, you see a lot of the good work that they do. Some of Catherine Rifkin and the, you know, the videos that they do. That should be like forefront. That should be like Black Lives Matter. They should be reaching out to them like a hundred times a day, like honestly, like and going to like doing an event like we talked about with, you know, with Shannon talked about Judy Foster. They wanted to do the Good Vibes Festival in Franklin Park. Like it, maybe maybe it doesn't have to be a festival because there's issues right now, obviously, with, the, you know, doing a permitted event festival, all that stuff. But just start doing stuff. In that community, reach out, find I out. I mean. And welcome people and stop treating everybody. This is the problem, even with the good people in Maskin that are still there. You've been programmed. You've been programmed that everyone owes Maskin a favor. No, not every, no. Most people in this community don't owe Maskin a favor. And when you do it to people who have given and given and given and given and given and given and you never get thanks, like that's insulting. That's gaslighting after a while. So don't tell us that we need to go to meetings. It's a blessing when someone shows up to your meeting. It's a blessing when someone listens to your talk show. Don't take people for granted. 
Like that's the number one thing. And especially when it comes to marginalized communities, people of color, women, people who are disabled, people who have health conditions. You can't expect someone who has major health conditions to be there and drive out every single meeting. That's not going to happen a lot of times. And to treat people like they don't have a voice because they didn't go to enough meetings. And let me give you an example how silly this is. I went to 10 years of board meetings. I'm almost like embarrassed to say that because I look at someone like Hope, she had the smarts to walk away early. And Noni, you know, they, they didn't have to do 10 years of that. But the first night I left, the first night I didn't go to a Wednesday night, I was on the phone with the governor of Massachusetts, Deval Patrick. It's on my YouTube channel. You can listen to the conversation on the number one news radio uh, radio station in Boston, WVZ Radio. And I was talking to the governor of Massachusetts about what we were doing. I was, I was giving the governor of Massachusetts education live on the radio. And I could have been sitting in a meeting arguing with people. Like, do you really think my time, my valuable time, that I've wasted for 10 years on mass can normal in a lot of respects at times. It really, I need to be at a meeting that I, I should just get to vote. I gave 10 years and there are many other people in that situation, many. So to me, that's one of the things that you mass can needs to do. They need to be welcoming to everybody. You don't know people's story. You don't know what they've done. You don't know who they are. You don't know what they've suffered. You don't know what they're carrying. I felt like I've had PTSD from the situation. Like I'm almost ready to cry. And I'm talking about myself. I don't want to talk about myself. But this whole situation with Mascan, it gave me PTSD. Being on their board gave me PTSD. I changed as an individual. I, I didn't even like all the stuff I did, you know, because you become part of that. So that needs to change. Um, do you guys want to weigh in on that? I kind of went on a rant. Anyone? Uh, well, yeah, so I... My thoughts are that MassCam has created a lot of damage that needs to be repaired. Um, and one of those big issues is trust. Um, what kind of was a red flag to me is when I initially resigned as a member, I was told that if I was just concerned about my affiliation with MassCam affecting my professional job, that I could help them behind the scenes. So what does that say towards Samson? You know, I've questioned if he ever really resigned from the board or if he the entire time he was planning straight pride, was was still affiliated with Mass Cannon just working behind the scenes. Um, and another main issue is when they initially addressed that they were having this kind of get together to discuss Samson's fate and how everybody felt about it, they said all members could vote. Everyone gets there. I drove over an hour to attend and then last minute they changed it so only directors were able to vote. So they excluded almost the entire group of people who came there for the purpose of, of voting him out. So with that being said, there's a lot of damage that's been done. And I think that MassCan could really, could, could be what everybody had expected from them from the get-go if they worked on uh, kind of fixing that damage. I agree. Thank you, Kate. I want to ask everyone too, like actually, does anyone else want to weigh in on what Kate said or what I said earlier and any, any of that? I mean, this is, this has just been too much. At this point, it just needs to be cleaned up. You asked like, what more does MassCan need to do? I think the number one thing that they can do is start holding their meetings, maybe at public libraries in Boston and different neighborhoods where they can reach the black community, they can meet, reach people of color and they can become involved and start becoming board directors as well and make it a little bit easier for women to, to make it to the meetings by having it someplace 
accessible on the T or, uh, you know, just a general someplace more localized. That's the first thing that they can do. And uh, we need to start reaching out, as you said, to, to the black community, to Black Lives Matter and other organizations and ask what, what can we do behind the scenes and how can we help? Right. And also, you know, I brought up having it somewhere that was acceptable for children uh, to go, you know, that, a place that, you know, didn't have alcohol uh, available. And, you know, we weren't uh, board members to that, so I'm not sure if you experienced this, but I got um, a very harsh rejection when I, um, you know, was attempting to broadcast the meetings on Facebook Live. Yes. They said that it was against the, the you know, bylaws, but I asked to see the bylaws. And then I was handed a folder, two folders actually, um, of papers that Catherine had hand typed uh, before I was born that had the original bylaws in it. And I realized, oh my God, we have not changed the bylaws in 30 years. No. Um, and so of course it's not easy to change them. First of all, they're not consistent. They're not online. They're not recorded with the state. No. So I was like, well, what are these? I mean, like I'm holding this fictitious bylaw. I can retype it on a typewriter and like shred it and, like, where's the copy? Where's the legitimacy of this? Um, and so when I brought it forward in a little bit more of a tactful way, they just said, um, you know, the answer to the question, but I couldn't actually trace some of these things back to bylaws or, you know, I said, okay, well, normally, you know, in this structure, you would have a, a formal bylaw, people would sign it, it would be public information on your website. Directors Concerns. would get a copy. Right. I was a director for a number of years. I had to fight to get those, but you're talking okay, about. I, was told I had to fight to get those. It took us like almost a year to get the bylaws. Like seriously. Okay, I, was, I, was right. I had to terminate them. Essentially. I had to fight to get the bylaws as well. And when I find, because I couldn't stop hearing from them every time I said anything, it was, have you even read the bylaws? Well, where are they? Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> only, only secret people have when them. When I looked at them, I had a similar experience to Hope where I was like, Oh my God. I, I'm a technical writer, so I can read through loopholes, right? And I'm like, they just like retracted what they said in the last, like, it, it was so bad. When we were going through it line by line, um, they said, this is um, a BOD. We don't have the time to do this. And then they created the bylaw committee. Right. And I believe, and I, this could be incorrect information on, but I believe that David R., who is now a director, was or is the, um, chairperson of that committee um if the bylaw committee still exists uh, there's so many committees that they they had to get uh, minimized so you know i didn't really touch base on the the last question so i do think we can save mass can um but we need to work on you know the safety and the well-being um everyone feeling safe uh, accessibility for everyone um, this shouldn't be an exclusive uh club um let's not host a, a place where you can smoke cigarettes inside I said, I have migraines. If I go to your meeting as a director and you're smoking a cigarette next to me and some guy is doing a shot at Jack Daniels, I'm not comfortable. And now I'm actually in pain. Um, and insane. Rachel suffered <laughs> from migraines too, because we both worked together on migraine advocacy. But you know, I said, this is why we have to have the meetings on Zoom. Like, are you sure you want a, a somewhat disabled you know, director? Like I can't fulfill the position necessarily. And I want that to go to everyone as a member. And and I didn't like, like that was understood, but. Um, so, so, so they were, I know that you have migraines. This is like your whole, like you do a website, you, this is your the issue. Like I have a bad back. And so they wanted you to go to an, a director's meeting where people were smoking cigarettes. Honestly, is that what you just said? 
Yeah, and you know they were hosting a lot of different events and meetings in the, the establishments. I'm sure we're aware of that where you can legally smoke cigarettes, That's or they, they had the open you know windows in the foyer where people were smoking blunts and cigarettes and it, you know there's other members that were uh, having a hard time you know i'm like that's not a designated legal smoking area they had more people on um that space than i would say legally allowed per weight you know it's just things like that i would hate to see it's someone get injured that's abusive so, yes. when, especially when you find out someone has a medical condition like it medical may sound condition. fine to most people it may sound like nirvana oh i can smoke inside sounds good to me because i like that stuff but once i hear someone's that we need on the board that's the volunteer for the organization is is affected medically it's like we can't do that like that's just common sense that's humanity that's like this is what's missing exactly. thank you hope that doesn't affect me but i had members bringing uh this kind of stuff up that they didn't like to see the alcohol and they didn't like to see i guess now the board that we have now isn't really like a drinking board but uh, you know but they do still have their meetings at a place called margaritas yeah. and so that turns some people away i mean alcohol is one thing i i don't love it either honestly but at least you know and i i hear for people who are in recovery that it could be an issue definitely it could be triggering all that but you know for me the rationale is like you know you don't have to pick up a drink you don't have to drink right like so as sitting in a room that people are smoking this. cigarettes and you have a migraine issue that is like that that is torture like that is just when I, I told Bill it will put me up for three days and he's like, well, it's like a place that's cheap. And I'm like, well, why are we paying for our venues when people will give the space to us for free? So then, you know, diving into that, like we're going to have to fix the financials, um, hold people accountable, um, just create it so people again feel safe. And I, again, I work on a national level, so throwing the name around, I've I started realizing on the bigger scope here, and I know Rachel does a lot of work in DC and, and Kate travels as well. So maybe you've also experienced this, but other people around the country don't have um, a great vibe no. or experience maybe for Mass Can. And so I was like, oh, like I'm trying to justify it. And then I'm like, well, like, wait, like tell me more. Like, what are the roots of this? Um, and I didn't quite understand until like recently when I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. wasn't always that way. It's a little embarrassing. It wasn't always that way. Things have changed. In the organization, I would like to see it repair its reputation and do something for the community. Right. So I worry about the name because it's really hard to change a tainted name at that point where absolutely there's some people that have had a bad taste for maybe 25 years. Yep. Um, you know, and so again, it is tied to the Freedom Rally. I don't think that being a legal reason is um, good enough. But if we can pull through and, and maybe get a better board. Um, I also was rejected for the idea of, of minimizing the amount of directors, and I was told that would never happen. Um, and so I'm, I'm so grateful that it did because thank I God. really didn't think that was going to. It thank you, while. thank you, Hope. Thank you, seriously. Well, so many other people made that happen, but I, I felt like it went on, um, you know, unheard ears. But at least it did. The initiative did go through now. So, like um, Noni had said, that increases our chances of actual change. But that lies within the president and bylaws are uh, words on a piece of paper and we're hurting people deeply and there's so much more harm that's coming from this if we don't fix it so yeah. bylaws are just kind of a lame excuse we can totally do better we, we need to do better and you know what you mentioned the financials i'm surprised that the financials aren't good like there's 
I, I not, actually, I'm not surprised though. They, what I'm surprised about is that no one has like optimized yeah. the asset that they have there. You know, because it, that financial shouldn't be bad. Things should like they should be kicking butt. They have a huge Facebook imprint. They don't even use it. They don't know what they're doing. They, they are mismanagement. It's mismanagement. Right. They $15,000 on Instagram. Mismanaged. Everything's mismanaged. I mean, any, if you gave Noni that, I guarantee she'd be making money year one. Like anyone here. Like, right. Well, you know, and then we had the vending issue as well. Um, bringing on these other vendors, you know, we had Ferguson for so long. Um, it, it, working through all of that was a, a large um, aspect of time for a lot of people too. Um, Greenleaf did not work out well. Um, that ended up being somewhat disorganized and upsetting a lot of people how it worked out. Um, you know, I just, I don't like seeing 12 year olds come home to my friends and being like, oh my God, I saw, I saw um, Miss Hope at the Freedom Rally today. My friend's like, what's the Freedom Rally? I'm like, your daughter was buying like this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're like, I didn't see her. I would have dragged her out of there. She's like, she's 12. Why are we, but seriously though, like, I know it's funny, but like, why are we allowing vendors to openly sell product on the table? to people who are so young. That's another problem. I understand. I went there when I was 16 and I did it, but I wasn't 12. Yep. And it was a little bit of a different situation. It wasn't a well-known vendor that has right. their name up there. That So, you know, again, this is going to be a much larger issue within the industry and, and the vendors and speakers that That's contribute. Right. But, You're bringing um, up people all that kinds sick of too. issues tonight, help, help. You're bringing in I, mean, I, I had friends contact me and say, I ate an edible and I got sick and yep. I barely made it home last yep. year. And I think I got drugged by an edible. I'm like, please don't ever eat anything that anyone gives you. Like, if you're listening, don't eat an edible unless you know who made it. But anyway, like, we got to just fix all this if we're going to do it again. No, definitely. I mean, we, I can't see someone get hurt. You know, I yeah, can, if, I can if you're mask can and you're hosting the Boston Freedom Rally, I was the chair. There for should the not be open rally. selling to minors going on. Like, and not, not just like you know, one guy, like you said, not just like one guy mistakenly didn't know or, or he broke the rules. It's like everybody, all your vendors were selling to kids, to children. Like that's yep. so wrong. And that happened yep. a few times. Like, it seems like they are out of control on so many levels. So if you do care about Bascan, <laughs> I guess now's the time to get involved and fix it. Um, some of us think so, that it can happen. We'll see. A lot of people seem concerned. We're watching our Facebook page. It's lighting up tonight. A lot of people watching. A lot of people posting comments. Uh, some of them are Bascan board members too robert uh baby boy jeffrey just said robert at masscan.org i'm gonna send him this show tonight i'm gonna send the clerk this show this is my testimony i don't want to write anything i just want them to watch this to watch all of our people talk about this tonight because i think it's important um do, do you want to say something noni or uh kate hey, who, who wants to weigh in next uh, how about, uh, Noni, go ahead. I just love it. So um, I think Hope had just uh, some amazing points about how <laughs> obviously Mascan has room for improvement. What can it improve on? Uh, the biggest event is the Boston Freedom Rally. So how has that evolved from a commercial event uh, back from its roots from an activist event and the logistics of actually holding it at Boston Common? Um, there's room for improvement, especially if, uh, and uh, I, I have seen it myself, vending to uh, children. Uh, there is, you know, it's not something that's, I can't speak to what the current board feels, but definitely when I was there, this isn't an, an issue that we were trying to address. 
Um, so I think that there is room for discussion about how to do it and it needs to happen because I don't think you're going to get away with it <laughs> next right. year. So um, this uh, organization is so old that it has to constantly evolve with how the industry and how uh, new laws are being written. And it just seems like a lot of the uh, attention isn't put on the fundamentals that need to be changed. It's a distraction and all this other stuff. Um, and all the other stuff is fun, the parties, the webinars, uh, but it's a volunteer organization. So how are you really spending your time? Um, that's all I would say. And everybody is a volunteer. So if you guys are listening to this, thank you for working so hard. I have to bring up one um, key point here though. And I know that you experienced this as well was the um, mention of the potential shift from a nonprofit to a for-profit corporation. So maybe um, I can just jump in there to elaborate and see like, how would you feel and what would a setup of something similar in the future look like, right? Um, because if their financials are bad, you know, is, is it botched or, or is this, um, you know, structure not working? You know, I, I didn't go for the for-profit uh, notion originally, and I'm, I'm really hoping that, that they don't shift that way again. But I'd love to hear your feedback on that. So um, how I feel about that? that the other part of the word is business. So nonprofit business or profit for profit business. Uh, there are fundamentals of uh, good business that you need to follow to do this. And if you're going for a big commercial event, if you're going for a poor for profit business, you need to have leadership with the skill set to push you through that. Uh, for the most part, no one's gonna do that for free. So fundamentally, you need to shift how you have uh, board members. Um, so I think that's a conversation that definitely needs to happen, but I hope it doesn't because I hope what happens next is that we realize MassCan needs to be an activist organization. Um, so that's kind of how I feel. I agree 100%. All of it. Everything tonight I've heard, I'm glad, I'm so glad that people have been uh, watching, listening, sharing this stuff, talking about it, and I'm glad that we have our guest tonight. Uh, Hope Marion, Kate Steinberg, uh, Rachel Ramon, Donlin. Uh, we also had Shannon Jones earlier and Noni Goldman. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about this episode because we get to tell our stories and, and we hope that MassCan does get better. And if it doesn't, then there'll be something new. I mean, that's basically the bottom line, it seems like to me. And I think MassCan might do the right thing because the community is going to force them to. It's, it seems like that. A lot of comments on the Facebook uh, page. We may want to read some of them too. Um, tell us what you think about this, if you're watching. Um, so kind of closing thoughts. What what do you all think? Like what would, what would your last comments be on all of this tonight about MassCAD and specifically Bill Flynn um, and Samson? I'm guessing that all of us agree that both of them should be removed. That that should be the call. Like, are we all in agreement on that right now? Yes. Yes. Noni, yes. yes. Hope, yes. I know. Kate, yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. So we all agree on that. So I guess what's our closing thought on all of this controversy? I my my last statement would be: I think that if MassCan really wanted to uh, again work on fixing the damage, one of the things that they should do is apologize to the LGBTQIA plus community 
because before I knew what was going on with Samson, I ran into him at a mass can booth at Boston Gay Pride. I had no idea that he was in the process of planning straight pride, which myself and Noni attended a protest where we saw people with swastika tattoos, with 1488 tattoos. We saw children holding signs that say it's normal to be straight or it's okay to be straight. Um, and so to collect donations from people at Boston Gay Pride, knowing that somebody on their board was in the process of planning straight pride is unacceptable to me. And that's something that, you know, as somebody with a sibling who's in the, in the LGBT community, like I find that incredibly unfair and, and it almost feels like they were, they were kind of cheating people out of something. It's like trolling. Yep, absolutely. Um, and even if you look at the Super Happy Fun America Facebook page, which I know Samson is involved with, they constantly post things making fun of the George Floyd situation and making fun of people who are trans and making fun of people who are, you know, gay. It's it's not it's not appropriate and it, it's it's disrespectful. It just doesn't make sense to me. And this weekend, they had another rally, and it was against Black Lives Matter. It was pro cop. It had actual fascists, those Nazis you talked about were there again. So when you're attracting this over and over and over again, you know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. Well, their plan is starting to backfire on them, I think, because um, all of this that's going on is now going to force the organization to make a positive change so that we could get back to the idea of reforming marijuana laws, which is what it says that we're supposed to be doing. You know, we're, listen, we're listening to members, we're listening to board directors, everybody's having these same complaints. You know, the board that we have now seems to be listening. It seems like they're working on this. So I think that we, uh, we should uh, just continue to try to work on this no matter who we are or where we do it, whether it's with MassCan in the future or not. You know, um, and I'm, I applaud National Normal for removing MassCan from their website temporarily until they can straighten this out to see what happens. So National Normal, I want to make sure everyone knows that because people have been <laughs> sending them messages. People are upset with National Normal about this too. National Normal now has told MassCan that they will, they're going to consider, you know, getting rid of their affiliation with Normal. Uh, they've taken them off their website. They've temporarily like, suspended them from getting any traffic on, you know, from the National Normal website to MassCan. So Normal's taking a stand. They're asking that Samson be removed. I, I would hope that they would also ask for Bill Flynn to be removed. That, that would be the only thing I would like to see Normal do further than that. that. Right. Yeah, I mean, so last September, you know, I obviously went to the Freedom Rally on Saturday and I was really upset just seeing all these, that's my cat, sorry, seeing all these people come together um, to speak and, and bend and, you know, not speak out after. And that really led to the point where it just, I didn't see that change initially happening. And so we do have to speak up, but Keith on Sunday met with me and he originally said, you know, I'm here for business. I'm not going to Freedom Rally. And I said, why? Why aren't you going to the Freedom Rally? And he's like, there's a story. I can't tell you. We're not affiliated. So I don't really know the details besides speculation of what I've heard. But, you know, they weren't supporting them before. I'm happy that they're taking a negative stance. It's just what happened before. Maybe that should have been spoken about as well. Um, I think what we need to be doing is blowing up um, those people um, personally and asking them what, why they're doing this. And then, um, of course the mass can page, 
but um, you know, tagging national normal is not going to create again that large um, shift or even internal uh, shift either. So, excellent. Thank you, Hope. Thank you, Noni. Um, okay, uh, so clearly this is an issue. Um, not only has your membership been vocal about their uh, displeasure in this, your sponsors are dropping like flies. So uh, you need to take this seriously. And I think that it's not um, something that is irreparably damaged. Uh, there's something so special about Mascan that everybody knows about it. There have been so many people that have gone through it. Uh, so it's a great place to headquarter the community that you want to build. But what's happening is that you are being led by a progressive agitator for a progressive organization. So you are losing your progressive base. Uh, and that's really it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's like you're, you're Fox News and you have the most, you have Mike Can on as your number one host. It's not gonna work. It just doesn't make sense. Like it's just not happening. <laughs> right. right or cnn and you have uh what rush limbaugh as your that's going to be your new <laughs> guy or or msnbc all right for people who are new to what we're talking about here uh mike Cro oh sorry go ahead um we're the young jerks and i want to thank again all of our guests for coming on tonight um again they are having a members meeting uh robert Baby boy Jeffrey has posted, he said summer members meeting is July 12th in Salem. You may want to go to that. You want to, maybe want to express your opinion. I think I may, this may be the first mass can meeting I've been to in probably five, six, seven years. I think I may have to show up. I may be there too. Oh my God. Then I'm, if you're definitely going, then I'm definitely going. Like you have to let me know. So people should go though. I think, I think, I uh, hope, are you going maybe? I've been socially distancing as much as possible, um, but I, you know, Salem is actually really far drive from me, but I think that it's again, really important for us all to come together. So, you know, taking the time to invest into that, that trip is definitely, I think gonna be worth it. Um, I'm hoping that they have some sort of um, speaker, as far as a microphone, so people can hear. Um, I, I'm already thinking logistics of this meeting and thinking, how are they gonna make sure everyone, everyone can hear while we're socially distancing? Um, and of course you can only have, I think 50 people in a zoom room. So I'm just thinking like, hopefully everyone just has ability to, to see this, but we can also go live when we're there and, um, work together to make sure that it's disseminated because traditionally these meetings are a little bit quiet and again, not on other platforms. So, um, yeah, please everyone show up and bring your mask, of course. <laughs> And tomorrow night, again, is the Mass Can meeting yes. that they're going to do the dis the emergency meeting about Samson. It's going to be right. 7 p.m. must-see TV on Mass Can's Facebook page. I am going to be glued. I have never wanted to watch something so much, I don't think. I mean, this is <laughs> this is something else. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> so, again, I want to thank uh, – before we just brought, uh, end the broadcast, I want to read some of the comments because people are – a lot of people – yeah. To get together uh, about – yeah, Brenda Burke is writing, Samson is, is apologists need to be booted as soon as possible. Uh, Anna Hassel says this uh, ex-director makes many good points. She really cared. She was talking about Shannon Jones earlier. Uh, someone said straight pride equals white power. I would pretty much agree. 
you know, and they attract that white power crowd. So, I mean, you are what you attract, aren't you? And I don't see them calling out white power. I don't see them saying, you know what? We don't want white power there. They don't do that, do they? Um, again, uh, some some other folks said uh, Black Lives Matter worldwide. So there's been a, quite a few comments here. And people seem to get what's going on. And they seem to go in the right direction. So we're going to go. We're going to, uh, it's up to you. Clerk at masscan.org. Send your message. Let MassCan know. You heard from some good people tonight that used to be with MassCan and not anymore. But we still care. We're talking about showing up uh, to this next meeting. We spent our evening tonight talking about MassCan and the future. So obviously we do care. I want to thank all of our guests again. Rachel Ramon Donlin, Hope Marion, Shannon Jones, Noni Goldman, and Kate Steinberg. And I also want to thank uh, Shannon Jones again uh, for the video because that was a great open. That was awesome. Uh, I give you a round of applause to all of our guests tonight. I really love you all. Thank you so much for doing the show tonight. Thank you, Mike. And I guess that's it. We're out of here. The Young Jerks, that's a wrap. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you. The Young Jerks are sponsored by UFCW 1445, a labor union representing cannabis employees in Massachusetts. Currently, UFCW is holding a union election at NETA New England Treatment Access in Brookline, as well as at Mayflower. If you are a cannabis employee worried about your health and safety and are not being heard at work, call the union at UFCW, local 1445.org, or call them at 1-800-439-1445.